Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Break Atoms podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the Potty Mouth of the South. And my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the Actual Factual. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm well. It's uh, autumn has descended. Yeah, for real. For you know real. I mean, it's like it's like it's just so dreary and dark and cold. But it's okay. We've got. We're working out here, Chris. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, just want to shout out all the people. That have yeah, been man. listening to the podcast. Yeah, man. There's one person in particular I wanted to shout out. Do I it. forgot the name. What do you mean you forgot? I, <laughs> I have forgotten the name. So what we're gonna do is next episode, I'm gonna come back with the proper name so I no, can no, shout no, out no. the right person. You you listen, shout out everyone. Shout hold on, hold everyone. on, right. All right, keep talking, keep talking. Got, me some you time. Got, you gotta talk about math court, man. Math court. That's who I wanted to shout out. On, yes. Man. Big shout man. out. Yep, yeah, him. Him. Him, him. Yeah, shout out <laughs> to Gravity Math. He basically tweeted us today and he said, check this out. Go on. <clears throat> Cream rises to the top. Is it all about coffee? Now you're talking about us, bro. So okay. he said, Cream rises to the top, rapidly becoming the de facto hip hop podcast. Listen, bro. When anyone says de facto, take them very, very seriously, right? <laughs> Rizza. Rizza. Bong bong. The de facto leader of Wu Tang. De facto, bruv. Showbiz. Bong bong. Showbiz is yeah. the de facto leader of DITC. Wow. We are the de facto hip hop podcast, bruv. Now, nah, appreciate Gravity Math. That's, Come on uh, now. Also, what a what a great t- Twitter handle, too. That's yes, mad. It's mad. It's mad. It's all types of mad. That's a, that's a dope Twitter handle. But um, speaking of dope. Yes. We have Shay Newar Come on. on the Breaking Out podcast. Yes, Lord. Um, this is this is good, man. Like, yeah, it's good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like we're seeing someone rise very quickly, and we're seeing someone who's super talented rise very quickly. Um, we've already talked to Apollo Brown. We've we've waxed lyrical about as God intended. Thriller the Hunt two. She's got another one on the way. Like. She just don't stop. And, you know, it's not like she's just doing these three three projects that she'll have by the end of this year. There's verses and, and there's guest verses and she stays working. And, and um, it's important for us to celebrate people not only who have been legendary, but people who will become legends. So Shane, you're on the Breakouts podcast, bro. Can it Let's get any it. better than that? Let's just do it. We talk, we've talked long enough. Let's do it. Check it out. Right, breaking atoms. It's the podcast, Chris Summit, <laughs> and you know what? It, you know what this means, right? It means another interview, another classic, another classic. This time we've got the Queen of Upstate, mm. seven one six in particular. Mm. Um, we've got someone who has, for me, album of the year. I'm look. I'm, I've been saying a lot on 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 Twitter and, and and Insta that it's easily album of the year contender. Right. But I think I've settled now because we're coming okay. to the end of the year. It's the shit weather has taken over uh, England. So I'm settling on that because it was either reasonable drought or as God intended. I'm going with as God intended. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Shane Newar on the Breaking Outs podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? We are happy to have you here. 
I'm excited. Yo, come on. I'm excited. Right? Yeah. Got one Go of the on. best MCs on planet Earth taking the time out this evening to have a chat with us. I appreciate that. No, 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 you you are you are dope. You are dope. You are dope. Just gonna get that out of the way. Dope. Yeah, we have to. So what we do, we do this with everyone. Right? We've done it with Mike Geronimo, OC, Apollo, uh, Marco Polo, um, Razkaz, and then we'll do it with yourself. We we are all about celebration. Sometimes we had a whole podcast dedicated to stands and whether they should be hip hop stands. We've come to the conclusion that we should just celebrate the people that we love. And in one of your songs, you even talked about like people only give you praise when it's a eulogy. And so what we want to do here is just celebrate the people we love, people are making an impact in the culture and people who have made an impact in the culture. So off the rip, like Chris said, you are super dope and we love everything you do. And we're just glad you have, we have you here. Um, but I was going to talk about your upbringing, but I think we just get to the, I think we just get to the shits, right? We just get to the shits. Um, you're signed to Trust Music Group, uh, 38 Special, produced most of your work. Can you talk through the kind of chemistry and the working process a little bit? Yeah, so like when I first met Special back in 2018, um, just as far as our ear for music has always been, um, like, you know, we've always had a very similar ear for music. So that's always made it a lot easier for us to work together because of our ear for music. Um, but yeah, we just like cut from that, just that cloth of um, being of authenticity. Um, and I think that's what really makes the music so beautiful and the chemistry through the music so fire. So um, yeah, just being cut from that, that, that cloth to just authenticity, um, you know, having the, like, we both stand on similar morals and principles. Um, so that's made it a lot easier for us to, you know, really make good music together. So I get the vibe that Spech is almost like a mentor to you um, in the studio and just in life in general. What are some of the jewels or what's the biggest piece of advice that he's given you thus far? Oh man, it's it's just a lot of a lot of jewels that he's given me just about the music business. Um, you know, with me being a woman, it's easy for people to take advantage of me. Um, and then not only just being a woman, I don't have a lot, I didn't have a lot of knowledge of the business when I first met him. So um just him giving me jewels um and teaching me about those things. Um, you know, there's a jewel that that Spech said, and I actually uh I used it in one of the songs. Um was it uh I think it was worth gold. Um, especially something on the lines of like, he just was telling me, um, like I, he was like kind of saying like, I don't want you to be so dependent on me to eat. And then he also was um, giving me like some advice as far as like, you know, um, don't always, what did he say? He said, uh, you got to create p positions to feed other people. And to give to others, like you know, what I'm saying, just, just boss, just trying to boss me up, you know, what I'm saying, trying to, to a person that's de not dependent on him um, all the time to go and get my food. Um, just teaching me those things and just giving me, he's giving me a lot of advice as far as the business side behind, um, you know, this music and everything. On uh, Dying Breed, uh, Thriller Hunt Two, whose idea was it to go back to back? That was special. That was uh, that was on him. That was my first time. Like Thriller Hunt Two was the first time he's sitting down with somebody working on a whole project. So I didn't know 
that you need a project going back and forth for somebody or you need features. Like I, I used to just do all my my own, like every mixtape and stuff that I used to drop before then, I, I just was rapping over by myself. Like I wasn't rapping with nobody. So um, he was the one who like, you know, that was his idea to do that. And that it, was dope. Dope. it was dope. It was, it was definitely dope. As someone who grew up in the church as well, your song Two Summers really, really stood out to me. Um, the line where you say, I got baptized, I was raised in the church, but I watched my mama struggle with no help that made me stray from the church. Mm-hmm. Can, can you unpack that a bit for me? What kind of help were you, were you expecting help from the church? Or was it a thing where, you know, here's your mom who's so spiritual and religious, but she's struggling. Was You know, break, break that up for me a bit. Well, you know, I come from um, grandparents who, like, they ran the churches back in the day. And, you know, if your members are having problems in the church, the church going to figure out a way to help them pay to pay a bill or the bills or figure something out. They helped. They were like a family, a community. Um, it's not really so much like that anymore with churches. And, um, you know, I watched my mom, you know, be a single parent and struggle with, you know, a single parent of five kids and struggle um, for a majority of her life with no mm. help from people that she's paying ties to, people that she's spending, a place that she's spending most of her time at. You know, they're not, I've I, I watched her struggle and these people know these things and they're not helping. So, you know, it just made me um, just look at just um, the way the church is organized these days. Um, not so much as what I believe in, because I, I will always stand on what I believe, but just the people behind the, the organization, not the organism, but more the organization. Gotcha. I just realized as well, Summit, before I asked, after I, um, I asked the question, I said, can you break it up for me instead of break it down? Break it down. I'm, you, you, yeah, you, I'm an idiot. You, you've forgotten our motto already. That's <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, I noticed, Shay, in your, your Twitter bio, you have Ecclesiastes 4, 9, 12. Um, just for the benefit of our listeners, that's a Bible scripture, and it says that two are better than one because they have good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. If two lie down together, they'll keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? Through one may be empowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. That's kind of deep. Why is that scripture in your Twitter bio in particular? Because it's one of my favorite. Ecclesiastics is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. Um, Fire. Because it's, it's so many jewels in that, in just that one chapter. Right. Um, but that particularly stuck out to me the most. I was watching the sermon and um, whoever's preaching the sermon, the pastor that was preaching the sermon um, in the video used that verse and he kind of made an entire um, an entire sermon from that. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I've always said that like just more of the whole just having a team thing. Um, this is also like, you know, something I learned from being around special, like um, people respect movements more. Um and and versus you just being alone, um, that's something I definitely learned from being around Spech. It's not even nothing he had to say. It's just something I noticed in the game. You know, not just in our particular situation, but just the game in general. If you look at a lot of the biggest artists of of this genre, they came from groups, or they had a movement, or they had a team of some sort behind them. Um, and, and my biggest issue when I first came out is I used to try to do everything myself. 
And I didn't realize that that was taken. And I didn't see it till now that if I had a little help in certain areas, I I probably would have made it further, you know, around that time. But of course, everything happens for a reason. But I'm just, I stand on like having a solid team behind you. Um, You know, for moments like, you know, when you take L's and you go through losses and, you know, you just deal with certain things, you need a team behind you. Yeah, I like that. Um, my favorite book in the Bible is Proverbs. Again, for it's just it's just bar, yeah, bars upon bars, bars upon bars. Um, Sumit, before we start start a sermon, no, no, <laughs> no. I, you. I, I just think that was a really interesting point you said about the biggest artist in the game always had a movement. I'm the resident hove stand that Chris takes the piss out of me. He, he genuinely takes Mick out of me for being a hove stand. But if you think about Drake, Jay Z, Fifty, Kanye. The biggest of the uh, the top tier, Kendrick. You know, there's always a team around it, and mm-hmm. that was a re- I never actually clocked onto that until just now. That's a very interesting Wayne. You know, there's the list could go on. That's really interesting. It comes from a team, a solid team behind them. Like regardless if the team breaks up later at some point, but you always remember them f- from where they come from. Like you know what I'm saying? That's something you always mention. Um, yeah, they come from they come from a, a, a people around them, a team around them. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking about your you know your first three projects, um, Roman mythology takes you know um, it's a key part of the, the motif of it anyway. What inspired that in particular to have it on your kind of three projects? Because when I did Thriller the Hunt, the first Thriller the Hunt, this was back in 2016, I think, or 2017. Yeah, it was like 2016, 2017 this time. Um, the cover that I, that, you know, my graphic designer at the time did, um, well, my graphic designer, Miles, the the uh, the cover that he did for it was, was around that theme. When I decided that I wanted to do the second one, me and him talked and I told him, um, I kind of want to go with the same kind of style I did for the first cover. Um, but just take it a notch up and actually put the content, you know, um, based around that. Um, and it's honestly, uh, it just really came, it was something that just came out of nowhere. Like I'm like, of course the David and Goliath stories is another one of my favorite stories in the Bible. I've always wanted to do, uh, an entire project inspired by that. So when I talked to my graphic designer, Miles, um, and who's also, also like one of my best friends, um, I don't think, I think when I sent it to, when I told him that I wanted to do the second one inspired by that, I don't think he was familiar with it. So I sent him the story and everything and he did his research and read up on it and whatever. And, um, and he sent me like a draft cover like that, maybe a few days later, I think. And it was of, it was, he drew a picture of his brother. Um, but his brother was, uh, Goliath's head. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) kind of went off that theme and, like the even down to the beats that Spurs sent me for that, like it just went perfect. Spurs didn't know the theme behind the album when he when he sent me those beats, so I'm just like, this is just perfect. Like, mm. <laughs> I of, like the sound, and then I, you know, I named I I went through and named every track. Like it all just went together perfect. So yeah, is was it your idea to have your name in blood? <laughs> No, I don't know. That, I, I think that was more my my friend Miles's idea. Yeah, we need to talk to Miles. Miles, to Miles, Miles is wild. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your name on blood. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, follow Upstate. Uh, what is it? Upstate uh, jerseys. Oh, none without sin. Actually, yeah, follow none without sin on Instagram. Like, okay, all right. We're gonna we're, we're gonna reach out to Miles. Let's move <laughs> on to as God intended. That as a title is extremely powerful to me. 
Who came up with the title and how does it fit in with the themes on the album and tie them all together? Um, Apollo actually came up with that. That was a t- that was actually a title he had before he even heard the album. Like before he heard, I would say mm, what I had to bring my lyrics. Um, this he, he threw this title at me, and when he when he showed, when he told me it the first time, he was like, "We're gonna play around and get some different um, options or whatever." I'm like, "No, nah, that's 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 it right there. That's the name of it." Because um, it just goes, uh, it, it just goes so perfect with. I mean, of course, where I stand um, spiritually and just how I feel um, about as far as my career. Um, this is not something that I wanted. I, I wasn't like one of those kids. I was seven, eight years old saying I want to be that when I grow mm. up. Like, you know, what I'm saying? this is something not to say that it fell in my lap because I've been doing music since I was 15, 16 years old. But it wasn't something that I've always dreamed about. Like it wasn't a dream. It was always a talent, but it wasn't something I thought I could see myself doing. And um, <clears throat> so I would say around 2018, when I said I wanted to start taking it serious, and as soon as I, you know, I prayed about it and I started taking it serious, things just started lining up. I'm not saying everything happened overnight, but I just started seeing things line up for me that before I said I'm going to take it serious, I didn't see these things lining up for me. I always had the talent. I just didn't have um, <clears throat> the things to push me to where I'm at now. Gotcha, gotcha. But it's actually quite cool that he came up with that title because, yeah, considering your background, it just yeah, it came together. It, it just came it together. It meshes well, right? It just meshes yeah. well. Like, there, there's oh. some things in the universe or just, it just brings it all together, so. No, absolutely. Let's talk about 12 Hours, though. Um, For me, I'm a big, big fan of storytelling. The craziest thing about that story is I, I think it's a masterclass. And the reason why I say it's a masterclass in storytelling, when you listen to it, it's like, okay, that's crazy. That can't happen. But then on the flip side of things, you're like, you know what? On the on the right day with the with the with the right people, something like that can actually happen. Um, how did you come up with the idea for that story? And why was Lisa so crazy? Um, to be honest with you, I had the first verse. I just wrote it like out of nowhere. It took me like maybe 30 minutes to write the first verse. And I was I remember showing it to my friend, and he was like, Nah, I keep going. <laughs> it looked like sounded like a, it's like a movie in a way. Um, so I just kept going, and and I don't know, like by the time I got to the third verse, I remember like watching my friends listening to it, and it's like, oh, you did, you know, they just was going crazy. So I was like, yeah, you know, what? I'm gonna keep that because I actually wasn't even gonna. I wasn't even going to use it. I was going. I was thinking about scraping like both, all three of the verses and just for, getting on there and just rapping. But right. I'm like, oh, they they need to hear that. I could I can definitely get on my like you know I've already I've always had imagery, but just take y'all on a journey, get y'all a break from the usual shay, and just take y'all on a journey. No, you 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 took us on a journey for real. Um, nine four, my favorite song on the album. Love, listen, yeah. Let me tell you something. You see that song, yeah? <laughs> Yo, the song is crazy, but there's a few things on there that really made me want to talk to you. And it was you said Foxy was my favorite, but Lauren Style inspired me. Why did you make that distinction? Because if Foxy's your favorite, why didn't she inspire you? Like, you, you've made a difference. This is my favorite, or she's my favorite, but this one made me want to write. Why make that distinction? What's the difference? Um, because I would say Foxy had more of that street appeal to her, and that's the type of thing that I was, you know, I liked growing up. So, 
Um, and it was a little more relatable to me. So I listened to more Foxy, but Lauren style and just the whole Lauren is the whole package. So Lauren style and just her being all, her authentic self. Um, and actually at the time being one of the few, I would say female rappers that were in, that was, I would say more mainstream that didn't sexualize herself. Um, that was an inspiration for me. So I, I say more of that style and just being that whole package, but Foxy's lyrics at the time, like, you know, a lot of her stories and things that, you know, that she talked about in her music just was more relatable to me at the time. Got you. Got you. Um, sticking with nine, four, I know you're a producer and you're, you're working on some bits. Um, you mentioned that your first beat was inspired by a Kanye West track. What track was it? And what are some of your favorite Kanye West beats? You know, I can't even point out which one, um, but Kanye was that producer for, for us in my era growing up. I'm 26. So I was really growing up in that era where Kanye was producing for everyone. Um, and just that soulful, like type of chip monkey sound on the sam- on the soul samples. I loved it. Um, so that I would say just his 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 style and just his way of producing is what really inspired me. I, and like one of my favorite songs by Kanye was Always Jesus Walks and Through the Wire. Right. My favorite Kanye West album is um Late Registration. But you know, his but those are like two of my favorite Kanye beats. Um and his beat that he did for um I was just listening to the song. The song Over, he did Overnight was, Celebrity. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So listen, um, I got to share something with you, right? I have the same birthday as Apollo. I'm born on the he same does. day. He does. Right. So when oh, you, yeah. So me and Apollo, like we spiritually connected. That's my guy. Right. So when you said <laughs> on Illmatic, I'm sorry, on, on, um, nine, four, you were born on the same day as Illmatic dropped. I felt that. When when and how did you find out that you were born on the same day one of the greatest albums of all time dropped? As I got older, you know, they do like a little celebration anniversary every year. So I noticed that it kept falling falling on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is cool. <laughs> I was probably like, I probably was like a teenager, but I think when I had made the song, I had forgot. That oh I I was born the same day as Matic like I forgot like because I don't really pay attention to like when albums came out like most of the time I don't even know until I get online but you know but that yeah that was something that I, I noticed when I was like young yeah no that's it it's it's just it, it it's just crazy how everything just ties together because you also did Buffalo State of Mind yeah um. And then you did the remake. I've forgotten the name of the the song on the nineteen ninety four album. It was you and R J Payne. I think. Oh yeah, it was the first Buffalo State, uh, not Buffalo, but New York State of Mind. Yes, that's right. First, yeah, part yeah, one. So the so the whole the Illmatic Nas connection is kind of just weaved into your journey. I, I just think it's I just think it's beautiful, man. I love it. Sumit, over to you. It's dope. Um, I hearing us talk about it, I looked at the vinyl and I remembered that. Apollo's favorite song from As Gone Intended was 94. Because we did a whole like, you know, what's your favorite from, song from each of his albums? Mine was Daddy's Girl, only mm. because I've recently become a father. Mm-hmm. So I need to speak to you about what, where were you when you wrote that song? Because it's, it's, it's a very impactful song to me. It touches me differently, personally. 
Um, so where were you when you wrote that? And and to kind of go in to go so deep in that, like, did it did it take a lot from you from you to go that deep, or was it just kind of seamless? Um, so I was just I was actually just it was a winter day, just chilling at home when I wrote it. Um, well, when I first heard the beat, though, this was like late last year when Apollo sent me the beat. I didn't write to it till months later. Um, and a lot of it's because I'm like, this beat is different and it's special and I need to take my time with it. Um, but I, I knew when I heard it, I was like, I want to get personal. You know, I've always talked about me not having a relationship with my dad growing up, but I never dug deep and really like got into why, you know, why I never really had one with him. Um, I feel like I dug a little deep and it's even more stuff, but I just gave like, you know, you guys a taste of, like why, you know what I'm saying? I mentioned things like this in my song about me not have, oh, in different songs, I should say, about me not having a relationship with my father. So me being a, a woman, I don't think I've ever heard any woman in hip hop talk about that in a song. Like, there's a lot of women in hip hop who have daddy issues. It's a lot of girls in the, in this world period who have daddy issues. But I've never heard a coming, I never heard it coming from a woman's perspective. I've always heard it from a male's perspective, but not a woman. I'm like, and I can speak for these things because I've had daddy issues, you know, my entire life. So um, just me being able to speak on that was, was dope. And just to see people receiving it. It's definitely one of those B-sides that I can see 10, 20 years from now it may take that long for people to really consider it a classic or even catch on to what I'm saying on there. But I knew, you know, I knew I had to get that out. No, it's, it's very important because, you know, sometimes music and kind of following to the next question about music and how it can get you through the highs and lows of life. And sometimes a lot of artists, I'm guessing for the same for you, was it therapeutic to go through that or did it kind of open up a wound that you still needed to unpack? In a way, it's therapeutic because I'm still going through that, um, to be honest with you. Like, nothing has really gotten better in that situation. It's just me being able to talk about it. Yeah, I would say it's more therapeutic, um, but it's definitely still, like, an open wound. There's nothing still, like, this still is a process and thing that I'm still dealing with. You know, even with me being grown, 26 years old, I'm still dealing with this. No, no, fair. Um, step change. What is it about Rochester and Buffalo that all of you guys are so prolific. What is it in the water? Is, are you drinking that Pharrell water? He looks young. Is, is the water so prolific that you just you just churning it like especially just on one? Ransom, you, like Griselda. What's what's going on over there? What do we need to drink over there? You know, I don't know. You know, I think a lot of it is just like, like it's still very gritty upstate. Like it's still, like it's still very gritty as far as like the violence the drugs, like, that's still a very prominent thing up here. Like, it hasn't changed at all, you know? So um, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, we definitely still, we still dealing with shit. Like, even with us being in, like, you know, in the game and, you know, we making a little money now. We, you know, we're enjoying our, we're enjoying our lives. Like, we're, we're in a position where we're either we're on that climb to financial comfortability or you know where we're already there um and even with all of that you still gotta deal with things just deal deal with a lot of shit like you know what i'm saying like this this has been like kind of my roughest month of the year um you know i lost a friend earlier this month um to violence and you know this is i'm i'm still around all of this this shit I, it's very different for me i i can speak for myself 
I talk like this because I'm still around and like in, in projects around all, you know, niggas die, people dying and dropping bodies and stuff like around, you know, the drugs and everything. Like I'm still for the most part around all of that. Like this is it's literally a, a, a walk, a, a footstep away. So I could say like, you know, for me, I think, you know, it's, it's just that, that cloth, or I would say I just, the talk is a little different just because more I'm still very much in this shit. Right, right. I'm sorry for your loss. Um, sorry to hear that. Um, I saw, and this, this sounds strange after what you just said, um, I saw a tweet from you, three for three, you're going for three for three. Um, 85% done, EP? 85. Okay. Okay, so what, come on. What we what we expecting now, Shay? Come on. Come on now. You're going to hear for the first time. I mean, you guys are going to hear for the first time because I've been producing, but for the first time, you're going to hear Shay, some Shay Noir production. Nice. And me Excellent. and Rich got a dope record on there, too. So you and who? Me, Ransom, and Spesh. Okay. All right. Talking about you, yeah. Ransom, <laughs> and Spesh. I saw the picture, right? And you know what it was like? Have you ever seen Superman 2? Yeah. You know, in I, I'm I'm showing my age now. So in Superman 2, you yeah. had you had three people come from space, right? They was on some predator killer stuff, right? They came for Superman's head. It was two dudes and one woman, and it, the whole kneel before Zod type thing, right? And when I saw that picture of you, Spech, and Ransom looking like some trained killers, <sighs> it struck fear into my heart. I'm like, what is going on here? And you lot in all black, you with the leather, looking like you're just going to burn me through the screen with your eyes. I said, oh my, I said, listen, yeah. Someone, someone, it's about, it's about to be a rap. It's, so, it's, it's serious, it's serious. Yeah, I thought a project was coming, but I'm, I'm glad it's a song, but I think you three together yeah. would be like David and Goliath meets the Fugees. That's me. That's hard. That's nah, me. that's and we got some. Well, listen, I'm telling you, we got good chemistry, and we we got a joint on my on my next EP. That's that's fire. Is that why you're smiling like that? Because you know what we're about to get. <laughs> I heard Ransom verse. He sent it back to me last week, and I went absolutely crazy. I was like, this man is trying to. He's not playing. No, None no, of, he's not. But I heard that first, and I was like, yeah, this is this is this 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 first of the year for me. Whew. Well, Ooh. I mean, he's, he's he's got a few verses of the year, so it must be special. It must be special. Summit, do you have any other questions? No, I I have more statements, right? Okay, so shoot. I, I think it's I think it's important when we talk about celebration, and we talk about writers. Um, when I listen to Spin the Bottle and the way in which you talk about people who have passed, and then talk about like you searching for advice, so you talk to them in your sleep for you to be able to sleep, that kind of that imagery just really blew my mind. Mm -hmm. so I have to kind of almost, it's not a question, this is more than a statement just going, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk in those terms about, so we hear people talk about, you know, they're speaking to their homies or speaking to people who have passed, but the way in which you painted that picture, it was vivid in my mind. So mm -hmm. more, more than anything, I was like, God damn, that's, it's incredible. And I think there's a, there's an absolute art to be able to do that. In the same way, I've got books here from, Keats and you know all these like novelists that we revere and when we study them that your the way in which you paint pictures is 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 crazy I think I think also you know 
there's a lot of things about ghostwriting. And I think Kiss the Ring, you kind of address that, people. But the way in which you address it, again, very, very novel. You don't just go like, you know, I write my own rhymes, you don't write shit. You go, people, if they think that you don't write your rhymes, it's because they ain't used to hearing what you're talking about. That's incredible. So in order like to, like, every, like Hove, everyone's talked about ghostwriting. I write my own shit. But again, no one has actually, I've never heard anyone. I, and Chris is the actual factual. So he can probably back up the facts. But the way in which you do that, again, that's incredible. And I think it speaks to your uniqueness. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, both views with Flea Lord and Special is just incredible. And so it's more of a salute to you that mm-hmm. the way in which you put your rhymes together but then have the metaphors and the pain and the vivid nature of it. It is Nas-like. So when Chris talks about, you you know, Ilmatic was so vivid in the same way your music is, is the exact same way. So I just wanted to salute you on that and be a stan and then I'm done. I pre- <laughs> um, yeah, we, we you know, we've kept you long enough. Again, thank you so much for all your music and all the great stuff you've done. As God Intended is still in rotation. It's one of our favorite albums. We love what you're doing and we're just excited for you. Um, I think I think you're gonna have an amazing career. And um yeah. I'm just really I feel blessed to experience it in real time. It's gonna be one of those things that you know I tell my kids of, you know, when I'm older yo you need to hear Shane Noir and it's not going to be one of those things where you know oh I caught up on it I lived it in real time and um it's just exciting to hear you and it's good to see good talented people win I appreciate it I appreciate y'all having me on here no it's all good you're welcome back anytime anytime there you have it Shay Noir on the Breaking Atoms podcast we had to double check the uh the pronunciation because <laughs> you said you said what Parks and her have nailed it right yeah 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 I, you know sometimes people call it Shay Noir I know it as Noir because of film Noir film film yeah yeah so it's Shay Noir um I just call her Shay in it Cha Shay Shay listen yeah, she's lovely was, yeah she was br- she was brilliant she gives you know I'm really excited for uh the special ransom Shay record bro did you see the picture. It was a, it was no, kneel, no. it was kneeled before Zod in in, in 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 it was black form. It was black. I never I never thought about it like Look that. Look at the picture. It's nah, kneeled were, before Zod. Nah, but they were so, they were serious. They gave Superman problems. Yo, like, let it, me tell was, you something. Yeah, homeboy with the beard. Because, <laughs> you see, homeboy with the box beard. Yeah, he was different than a fam. No, he was. He was. He was different, no, fam. That man that was wearing um like jumpsuits with sequins and things on it, bro. Nah, nah, it's they, different, they, different they, behavior. They gave Superman some problems, bro. It was on site too. On site. It was on site. On site. Intergalactic beef. Yeah, it was intergalactic beef. But you know, we've got Shay is like you said on her way um, and going to have a, a wonderful career. Um, and we're just glad that we had on the podcast and for her to share her story and to talk through her kind of masterful storytelling. And um, we just, I just can't wait for more from her, man. I can't yeah, wait. Man. Like yeah, she, with it. No one can ever, can, no one can, no one can ever accuse her of not putting enough out. You know what I'm saying? So um, really deep, deep episodes. I'm really glad we got her on the podcast. And Chris, on to the next one, right? Yeah, on to the next one, man. Give out the um, socials. Give out the socials and let people yeah. know where they can find us. As always, you can find us on social media at Break the Atoms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, don't forget, we are on every podcast platform. Do rate and review on Apple. Share the podcast with a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Breaking Atoms, more interviews. We'll be back with a, another Lost Tape on Saturday. Lupe Fiasco, 
you know, we've got, you know, we can go through a list, but listen, we've got, we've got more to come. Um, but thank you to everyone who's listened. Chris, any famous words? Last no, word? man, I'm good, man. Just appreciate all the support. De facto podcast. You get me? That's going to be my new AKA. AKA de facto. Yeah? All right. Peace. Peace.